0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wa wabarakatuh. My dear brothers and sisters, uh, uh, welcome to uh, this uh, live stream. A little bit, we started uh, late, uh, working on some techniques in preparation for the month of Ramadan. Inshallah, taala may Allah subhanahu wa taala accept from all of you. May Allah azza wa jal give us the ability to uh, um, witness this month of Ramadan in good, healthy, arabil alamin, and in strong iman and uh, strong practice of our dinnar. alamin, may Allah subhanahu wa taala make this Ramadan. One of the best Ramadans we ever attend, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So, my dear brothers and sisters, tonight, inshallah, uh, since it's Ramadan, and one of the unique things about the month of Ramadan, it's the month of Tiyam and Tahajjud. Uh, Many, many people probably, uh, many people, they never practice Tiyamul layl or Tahajjud outside of the month of Ramadan. Meaning, when Ramadan starts, that's when they come to the masjid, they come and join people in jama'ah, and they pray, mashallah. Uh, and that's the thing, they surprise themselves that are able to stay up late at night. And even they, they're able to wake up at night uh, after they just have some sweet, have uh, uh, um, yeah, subhanAllah, sweet nap or even uh, two, three hours and then they wake up and they want to do tahajjud. So, what is so unique about it and what is the virtue of tahajjud and qiyamul layl as we're going to explain and talk about, inshallah, in the next few minutes, bin Allah Azza wa but just for the record, so people keep asking all the time, what's the difference between uh, uh, Qiyam and Tahajjud? Uh, many people, they get confused between the meaning of Qiyam and Tahajjud. So in the Arabic language, Qiyam al-Layl is basically, it's a comprehensive title for everything, every Salah that you pray after Isha. So anything you pray after Isha is considered Qiyam. Anytime that you do Salah after Isha is considered Qiyamul layl midnight night prayers. I know in the 20-21st century, in the age of technology and electricity, uh, it's absurd to call even praying after Isha Qiyam or Tahajjud or even Tahajjud. Uh, why? Because for us, subhanAllah, our days usually start after Isha. That's when we call people to come over, we start socializing and enjoy some time. So we lost that true connection and the really meaning of uh, uh, being in at night for, for Ibadah. Uh, our days again start usually uh, at night and after Isha. So for us, um, we need to understand that anything that you pray right after Saat Isha can count as part of your Tahajjud, your Qiyamul Layl, including the Sunnah. If you make it long enough, uh, like reciting, for example, one or two pages per uh, per raqa, that also counts as part of your Qiyamul Layl, Inshallah. Ta'ala. So anything that you do at night after Isha counts as part of your Qiyamul Layl, Inshallah. Ta'ala. Um, now, uh, the difference between Qiyam and Tahajjud is that Tahajjud is done in the last portion of the night or late in, in the light, late portion of the night, sometimes after midnight or the middle of the night, and the best time for Tahajjud is in the last third. The best time for the Tahajjud is in the last the last third. Do I have to wake up from sleep for us for in order for this to come for me as Tahajjud? The answer is no, you don't have to uh, uh, wake up from sleep to call it tahajjud. Even if you stayed up, you know, later for two, three hours after Isha, and then it passed the midnight or half of the night, and then you went and you prayed two rak'ah, four rak'ah, six rak'ah, that counts as tahajjud, inshallah. Wa ta'ala. But obviously, a tahajjud is very unique and very special because it's it's uh, considered more of like a, uh, a very unique and very private ibadah. A very, very unique and very private ibadah. So it's very important for all of us when it comes to tahajjud to observe the etiquette and the adab of tahajjud. But before we get to this point, inshallah ta'ala, let's talk a little bit about some of the virtues. What do you get for praying tahajjud or praying qiyamul layl? Um, when it comes to praying qiyamul layl, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he praised the, the, the ibad and the muttaqeen and the righteous people who do so on a regular basis. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an about the believers, called جُنُوبُهُمْ عَنِ الْمَضَاجِعِ Look, this expression is so beautiful in this ayah, subhanAllah. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, جُنُوبُهُمْ عَنِ المضاجع. What's the meaning of the word تَجَافَ or tajafi? Like, they're, you know, when they put their sides, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when they put their sides on on their mattresses or their cushions or their beds, تَتَجَافَ جُنُوبُهُمْ which means their, their sides, they feel that they're re- repelling that, that that comfort, like they're pushing themselves away from the comfort that they find in their beds. And on their mattresses can you imagine that that kind of feeling like your body is reacting to the comfort again your body is reacting to the comfort that you're you're trying to get from your from your sleep and your body is telling you you know what i don't want this comfort right now i don't want this comfort so the junub they're always repelling you know the comfort they find in their beds and their mattresses why they call upon the Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala khawfan wa tama'a Out of fear for the punishment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plays for the disbelievers and the wrongdoers. And also out of hope for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the good things that they do. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make, him, make us among them, ya Rabbil alameen. For also from, from the righteous, from the signs of, uh, or actually that the virtues of uh, Qiyam and Tahajjud, is it's considered one of the signs of the muttaqeen. The righteous people do so. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describing the righteous people, إِنَّ fi jannatin wa وَعُيُونَ that the righteous one, the muttaqeen, the pious ones في جنة In gardens and beautiful, beautiful lush gardens Full with the, with the uh, uh, water springs and water in Jannah They take what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them with Innahum كانوا قبل ذلك muhsinin. Because before that time, which is before they got the reward Which means in dunya They were among the muhsinin, Those who have done excellent deeds What is the, the excellent deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described about them? قال كانوا قليلا من الليل ما يهجعون they used to sleep little at night. Little, they would sleep at night. Like they do sleep. They get some some you know uh, share of sleep at night. But the description Allah gave about them, means little that they sleep during the night, which means the standard for them would come to the night. The standard is they're awake and they're worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, most of us are awake at night, not for the worship, unfortunately, but for something else. Watching Netflix, uh, playing games, um, doing whatever they want to do, except, unfortunately, a lot of few people that truly stay up at night for the sake of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among them, ya Rabbul Alameen. And when Allah described the muttaqin also, He said, uh, ما ما So at night they sleep little, which means the time when it's before Fajr. These are the pre-dawn hours. Hum seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, one of the interesting stories I read about some of the ulama and the salihin and the, and the salafus salih, rahimahumullah ta'ala, is one of them, he went to visit his friend at Sahar time. The Sahar time was is pre-dawn time. So he went to visit him. He was knocking on the door. His friend came out. And as his friend came out, the started rubbing sleep out of his eyes. And he's just like, who, who's this, Sheikh Fulhan? And the alim who came visiting his friend, he's looking at his friend as he's rubbing his the sleep of his eyes. He goes, subhanallah you sleep at this hour of the night of the day or the night? Because I've never, I never thought in my life that anyone would be sleeping at this hour until now. Like he, he himself, he thought that everybody knowing the virtue of being awake in the last portion of the night, right before Fajr to do ibadah and worship, he never expected people to be asleep at this hour. Of course, obviously, if you come during our time, Allah must what would he say? But definitely, it is something really to reflect on and ponder over and think about it for yourself. Um, Ramadan is coming very soon, inshallah, and I'm sure, alhamdulillah, again, under the circumstances that we are in right now, we could take the benefit of being at home. Like, I can I can control the time when I go to bed, when I wake up, when, how much I spend at, at night doing this or doing that. Make sure that as you prepare to wake up for suhoor, make part of your plan to wake up maybe half an hour or a little bit before that. So that you do some ibadah, you do some worship, inshallah ta'ala, it counts for you as part of the hajjud, bi'ithni Allahi tabaraka wa Another virtue that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about those who do qiyamun lay. Uh, Allah azza wa is not making them equal, those who pray to hajjud and those who don't. He said subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَمَّنْ هُوَ ana أَنَا Are they equal? Those who stand up at night, Khanitun ana al an all night almost you could say it. like every single night, stands up and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقَائِمًا سَاجِدًا they're doing sujood and standing for recitation of the Quran. They do sujood and standing for the recitation of the Qur'an. الْآخِرَةَ وَيَرْجُ رَحْمَةَ رَبِّهِ What's the purpose of this? They're feeding the Akhirah and hoping for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says equal, those who know and those who know not. What does that mean exactly? It means if you really know what's coming, means you'll spend some time with tahajjud and ibadah and qiyamul layl. And if you don't, then you expect every day is the same and every night is going to be the same and nothing is going to change. So for those who really know, they really realize the virtue of this ibadah, they put so much effort, inshallah, wa ta'ala, wa ta'ala, min Allah, bless you, Rabbil Alameen, all, to do tahajjud and qiyamul layl, inshallah, azza wa jal. Also from, uh, from the, the, the fada and the virtues of tahajjud and qiyamul layl, no doubt, there's no doubt. Praying at night is much, much better from any salah that you pray during the day, except for the first salah. When the Prophet sallam, he spoke about tahajjud, he says, "Abdul Salati بعد الفريضة Salatul الليل." He said, alayhi wa sallam, "The best ibadah, the best salah that you pray after the first salah is the one you do at night, which means the tahajjud or al-layl So this is the best thing you do. I know some people they're not good at night prayers, but during the day, mashallah, they do duha. They pray uh, the sunan regularly. They pray nafil Every time they enter the measure, they pray two rak'ah. They do a lot of daily prayers besides the fourth salawat, alhamdulillah. But that's not equivalent to do two or four rak'ah that you pray at night because definitely it is much better when you pray at night because that's your private connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, an exclusive, exclusive connection between you and Allah azza wa jal. So why would you miss this opportunity? Making sure, inshallah that you take extra time this Ramadan, inshallah, to pray tahajjud. And Qiyamul May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, accept from Rabb Rabbil Alameen. Also, when it comes to praying tahajjud and while everybody else is sleeping, the Prophet Sassa mentioned the hadith, which was mentioned in Sunnah al-Tirmidhi, قال, أَطْعِمُ الْطَعَامِ Feed the needy, وَصُلُوا الْأَرْحَامِ And then also maintain the ties of kinship. وَصَلُوا بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّاسُ وَالنَّاسُ نِيَامِ and pray at night whatever else, else is sleeping. Like, wake up at night when everyone else is sleeping, you'll be praying. The Prophet ﷺ says, You shall enter al-jannah with peace. Like, that's an easy way of entering al-jannah if you dedicate some time at night, inshallah, may Allah wa ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make us among those who maintain qiyaman tahajjud, ya Rabbil alameen. The last virtue I want to mention to you here, inshallah, is, you know, Allah, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the hadith, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, the Lord Almighty, in a manner that suits His majesty, He descends to the, to the earthly heaven. Again, in a manner that suits His majesty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in that time, Allah azza wa jal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would, be, he would ask. He would ask the people, uh, who, is, who has a, a need that I can fulfill for them? Who's asking me for forgiveness so I can forgive them? Who's asking for things so I can give it to them? And the Prophet Wasallam said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will, will remain answering the call of the people until Turu al-Fajr, until the, the, the time of Fajr or dawn starts. So you have an opportunity every single night to have this private conversation and private connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear brothers and sisters, please, even if it was just for a few minutes, just for a few minutes that you wake up before Adhan al-Fajr, make dua, seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's extremely precious time that we don't really want to lose in the month of Ramadan. You see, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when Allah Azza wa Jal, he forgave him his sins, he showed his gratitude to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. He showed his gratitude to Allah Azza wa Jal by praying to Hajjud every single night. And that's what Allah, how Allah described the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it was mentioned in Surah Al-Muzammin. He would pray uh, most of the night, sallallahu alaihi and even his feet would start swollen. His wife would, would feel so bad for him, sallallahu alaihi that he's hurting himself. And she would say, Rasulullah, why would you put yourself to so much fatigue and you know, just ex- exhaust yourself like this when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already forgiven your sins? And the Prophet ﷺ said to him, قَالَ أَفَلَا أَكُونُ عَبْدًا Surely then I become a grateful servant. Which means, these are one of the signs of show you gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When everyone else, everyone else is sleeping and overlooking that, that golden opportunity, you'll be among the few who will be awake and making that ibadah, inshallah. Wa ta'ala. See Rasulullah according to Aisha. She said, when the Prophet he did the or Qiyam, he prayed Qiyam at night almost every portion of the night. Sometimes he would pray before he goes to sleep, sometimes he goes to sleep and he wake up half uh, in the middle of the night and he prays sometime and then he would go and take a nap before fajr. And sometimes it was the most common thing for the Prophet is to pray towards the end of his of the night salawatullahi. So you have the opportunity to do it early at night after Isha, or delay that a little bit during the middle of the night, or even you know all the way until the end of the night, whichever is convenient for you. inshallah, do your best with Allah Azza wa Jal and follow the example of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. How many raka'ah did the Prophet Sallallahu pray? The Prophet Sallallahu he maintained eleven raka'ah. He would pray Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam eight raka'ah tahajjud, and then he would pray three raka'ah for the witr. That's eleven raka'ah. However, he did that, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in a special style, which means, according to Aisha, as she described the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, she said, "Kan Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to pray, uh, he used to pray uh, four raka'ah, فلا تسر عن حسنهن وطولهن. Don't ask me how beautiful and how lengthy and long these these raka'ah uh, were. ثم يصلي أربعة, and then he takes a rest and he prays another four, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, فلا تسر عن حسنهن وطولهن. And don't ask me how sweet and beautiful and long these raka'at would be. So the Prophet used to make his salah long salah. If someone cannot afford making eight raka'at that long, then go ahead, make them 10, make them 12, make them 18, make them 20, make them more. The ulama, they did not actually limit, limit you to any number of raka'at. It is just some argument that we had in the previous subhanAllah, you know, years, where people insist in keeping them eight or 11, even though the Prophet says clearly, salatu layli matna matna, the night prayer is in units of two. You pray two rak'ah and then take a break, two rak'ah, and take a break, two rak'ah, and take a break. There is no limit to that. Pray as many rak'ah as you can, inshaAllah. However, also, the best, again, the best uh, type of taraw- uh, tahajjud or, or qiyamul layl is in the lengthy of the recitation. As the Prophet wasallam, he, uh, uh, he used to say, qala salatu layl, the essence of the night prayer, is the long recitation. So if you make your your recitation longer, that is better for you, inshallah. Ta'ala. We mentioned that in previous sessions, you can hold the mushaf and recite from the mushaf, although I prefer that you recite from what you memorized already, even if there are short surahs. Make make sure to repeat them multiple times in every rakah, inshallah, ta'ala, until they become long enough as if you're praying a full long surah, inshallah, wa ta'ala. Um, subhanallah, as as we start the month of Ramadan, inshallah, I know that many, many people are eager to uh, uh, start with tahajr and qiyam so quickly, but take it easy on yourself. What does that mean? Don't so jump immediately to pray, mashallah, 60 rakah or 100 rakah because you would like to dedicate more time for hajj. May Allah accept from you, Rabbil al However, when the Prophet wa sallam, was asked about the best of good deeds, he said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, um, the best good deed, the most consistent and continuous, even if it was little. So therefore, make sure to begin with something you can afford. If two raqa, you make them with tadabbul, which means with reflection and full concentration, with quality, that's better than praying 20 rakah. You don't even know what the what's the recitation was about and what you've been doing except for just getting tired. Making sure the quality over quantity, inshallah ta'ala, matters the most when it comes to the ibadah, and especially qiyam ul an May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of Alameen and make this Ramadan easy. Asya Rahman rahim, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this Ramadan the best Ramadan for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the ability to pray to Hajjud and Qiyam layl in the way that is most pleasing to Ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask You in this Ramadan, Ya Allah, to give us the ability to come closer to You. Ya Allah, we ask You to bring us closer to Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, we admit our weakness, our faults, our sins. Ya Allah, we admit that throughout the year we went too far, far away from we- from You. Ya Allah, we are coming back to Ya Rabbil Alameen, so accept us. Take us in Ya Amin, with your grace and your mercy, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim. Ya Allah. We give us the ability, give us the ability to pray in our masajid. Enjoy our Ibadah. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive us because of our shortcomings from your Rahman, from your mercy. Ya Allah, we ask we ask you to protect us from the evil of this disease and this virus. Ya Allah, for those who are ill, we ask you to give them Shifa and quick recovery, and those who passed away, we ask Ya to give them rahmah and shahada Ya Alameen. Ya Allah, we ask you to protect us, protect our families, our loved ones, protect our livelihood and our income, our rizq, Ya Alameen. Make it for us, Ya Rabbul Amin, halal, and make it continuous. And Ya Allah, we ask you to increase your rahmah and your mercy. Ya Allah, we ask you to give us the ability to worship you and to praise you, and to be grateful to you, and the most pleasing to you Rabbil Alameen, sallallahu ala nabina Muhammadin, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi sallam. So inshallah, if you guys have any questions, I'll be more than happy to take a few questions, inshallah ta'ala. I know there were some questions earlier, I'm going to try to scroll uh, over some of them, Now, so somebody's asking, uh, um, if you don't have mushaf copy you can use your phone inshallah again I really recommend for you to recite from whatever you memorize, even if there was a few surahs and short surahs repeat them every rakah that is better for you with focus and concentration inshallah otherwise just hold your phone inshallah a, a, a digital copy of the Quran inshallah and recite that, but make sure if you're going to be holding the phone, make sure to put it on flight mode, otherwise if you start getting notifications and messages and calls you're going to ruin your ibadah, so make sure to keep it off inshallah Um So what time do we suggest for the Tarawih or Tahajjud in general? Again, any time after Isha, once the of Isha is, is called for, you can pray Isha, and from there Qiyam starts. Any time you want. Uh, the best, obviously, is to do it later at night, but if you're going to get lazy and tired instead of you know doing a long uh, uh, Qira and recitation, then you better do it before you go to sleep, inshallah. Now. Nah. How can we overpower the shaitan? keeping giving us waswasa, especially in our salah. Uh, obviously, there is, there is preparation has, needs to be done before you start your salah. So if you're going to be doing a long salah, inshallah, ta'ala, make sure to make your wudu, fresh wudu, dress up nicely for that ibadah, be in a place with less distractions, inshallah, ta'ala. Uh, stay away from uh, anything that, that causes distraction and, and might you know, take you far away from where you're supposed to be in terms of your focus. Read the ayat that you're planning to recite, inshallah, in salah. Try to read the, the translation, the meaning of these ayat, inshallah ta'ala. And once you've done all of this, begin with your salah. Focus. Keep looking at the spot of your sujood. And if you feel that your the waswasa keeps coming on and you get, get distracted, the Prophet ﷺ, he recommend that you turn to the left a little bit, you blow three times and say, ar min wa Again, you blow like this. So that's what the Prophet ﷺ would, would do and then you go back again to focus on your salat inshallah ta'ala The time for salat al-witr is to be performed at the end of your salat and your ibadah so if you plan to do qiyam and tahajjud make sure you delay your return inshallah until, until the end and uh, uh, if you don't plan to do tahajjud and you go to sleep, but then you wake and you pray tah- you pray your witr, but then you woke up sometimes in the middle of the night, you couldn't go back to sleep. Can I just go ahead and pray even though I did my witr already? Yes, you can go ahead and start your salah, inshallah, make another tahajjud, inshallah, جل, and add an extra rakah towards the end as uh, um, uh, as your final witter, inshallah. It should be fine. Uh, someone is asking, uh, can I listen to the Qur'an on YouTube as recitation because I don't know enough Qur'an. If you're talking about listen to it while you're making salah, the answer is no. You can listen to it outside of salah, uh, listen as long as you want, inshallah. But in order for you to, to make your salah valid, just recite what you know. Even if the, the thing that you know is, keep repeating that hundreds of times, if not even thousands of times. My dear brothers and sisters, the Prophet, the Sahaba, they've done that. Like some of them, they did not know much of the Quran really, so they would recite whatever they have and they repeat that many, many times until it becomes longer than a long surah. Even when the Prophet used to recite his surahs, she would say, الله الله وسلم, uh, uh, When he recites, بالتأني, which means he would be reciting it slowly and he would make it long as if it's longer than its, than its actual size. Like reciting, for example, Surah. Qul Rabbin Nas the length of Surah Al Rahman for example making it you know soft and quietly and, and slowly because he's enjoying it Sallallahu So how can we motivate ourselves to do Tarawih at home? Honestly, I don't find anything better for you than your own desire to to, to make it happen for yourself. Inshallah, Wa Taala. Really, it just uh, uh, it's it's very important, very crucial for you. That you uh, uh, you have this ardent desire from the inside because nothing can help you achieve that except when you have it from the inside. Uh, they say you only see what you see. So you only capture what you can see. If you see Jannah, hopefully it will motivate you, inshallah, enough to do better in Ramadan bin Allah. Azza wa Jalla. What is the best dua for istighfar? If you look, inshallah, in the books of, of dua, uh, al istighfar uh, was mentioned as part of your Khan in the morning and in the evening, Look it up, inshallah, under the chapter, the morning and evening dhikr, and you will find, inshallah, what's called Sayyidul Istighfar, the master of all Istighfar. Which is basically you admitting your faults to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, admitting your shortcomings and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for your forgiveness. Look it up there, inshallah, now. Nah. Uh, someone's asking about the difference between Qiyam and Tahajjud. We already explained that at the beginning of this talk, actually. But once again, everything you pray after is considered Qiyamul Lail, Tahajjud. But Tahajjud was given a very specific title because it's done later at night. Now, mallaah. I'm checking more questions, inshallah, There, um, what is the best ibadah in this Ramadan? Obviously, the best ibadah is reciting the Quran. Uh, the Quran is the month of uh, 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 the Ramadan is the month of the Quran. There is no doubt about it. Um, and then, Salah obviously when you do Tahajjud, you have the Quran and Salah as well. And on top of all of this, the most important thing that you exercise, inshallah ta'ala, is exercise taqwa, which means do whatever that, requires, that that makes you become more conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the, the worship of the heart in Ramadan is much more important than anything else that you could do in this month of Ramadan. Wallahu alam. So someone is asking, is the taraweeh sunnah mu'akkada? Does one become sinful if they don't pray tarawih? Well, taraweeh sunnah, there's no doubt about it. This is where the competition comes in. Many, many people really don't think that it's it's important, so they skip it. But remember, I need every hasana I can get before the Day of Judgment. So your Ramadan time, inshallah, is very important, very precious. So please don't waste the opportunity. Do your tahajjud, do your ibadah, and do your tarawih, inshallah. Um, yeah, Brother Saleh is asking, is there any explicit virtue from for completing the entire Qur'an? within the qiyam in the month of Ramadan. Really, there is no specific. According to Sunnah Imam Ahmad, ta'ala, uh, the, how much you read uh, to, in Taraweeh, actually he says, it depends on nashaatun nas, which means how much energy people they have. Some people, mashallah, their energy is to recite more than one juz at night. Some people, their energy is just to have one juz at night. Other people, they have less than that. So go by the energy of the people, inshallah, because the, what matters really is the benefit and the quality, not just the quantity. So is there any specific virtue for finishing the Qur'an in Ramadan? Of course there is virtue. As Jibril used to come to the Prophet ﷺ and recite the Qur'an with him. So that's it. So this is why we, we care about trying to finish the Qur'an, insha'Allah. May Allah give us all the ability to do so, Ya Rabbil Alame. Should we make dua on the last sujood of tahajjud or after completing our tahajjud prayer? you can make dua in every sajda and as a matter of fact uh, you should as a matter of fact you should try your best to make the suj- uh, your your sujood moment a special connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so go ahead and do your, do your dua in every single sajda and inshallah ta'ala you can also make a special one to, uh, towards the end of your salah and the last sujood bin Allahi azza wa is it okay to take a long nap during the day to uh, have energy to stay up at night you can do that, and I, inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala count this as part of your ibadah. Mu'ad radiallahu wa ta'ala used to say, إِنِّي إِنِّي Like I always ask Allah, hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward me for my sleep, as much as hope for Him to reward me for my ibadah when I do my tahajjud. Because when I sleep with the intention to wake up for tahajjud, that's a ibadah as well, inshallah wa ta'ala. Now. And by the way, a quick question. Uh, people, they keep asking, يعني, can I make dua in my, my own language in sujood? The answer is yes. Once you finish making that in sujood, like subhanahu you can make your dua in whichever language that you speak, and because that's again your private connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, someone is asking, is it a condition for, of the Hajj to be prayed after a nap? Not necessarily. It's usually commonly, of course, tahajjud because people wake up after sleep. But if you couldn't sleep and you stayed until the end of the night, that's the time for the tahajjud. So go ahead and do it, inshallah. No. So someone is saying that, uh, you know, in that night, I was listening to somebody else that's saying that only your minor sins will be forgiven, not your major sins. I don't know where this is coming from, but definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is the most forgiving, uh, and, and he's, uh, uh, Rahman al-Rahim. So if someone commits major sins and stays between them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asks Allah for forgiveness, I hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts them, Ya Rabbil Alameen. However, if these major sins involve other people's rights, that's a problem right now. In this case, you're going to have to seek fulfillment, you know, the, the, uh, the expiation from the individual that you've committed the sin against. These are the things that you need to probably take care of before you end, you end from this world. And if you couldn't, then just keep asking Allah to take care of it for you in the dunya before the akhir Wallahu ala. Okay, so there's so many actually questions, but still, inshallah, we're going to be continuing doing our broadcast during the day in Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala. And also we have some khataras during the night for you. Uh, for those who are waiting to see when the time for taraweeh will begin, uh, as, as, as far as we know, uh, tomorrow is not Ramadan, so most likely, Inshallah, ta'ala, it's Friday, the first day of Ramadan. Most likely, it's Friday, the first day of Ramadan, Inshallah, Azza wa making tomorrow Thursday, uh, the, the the night of Thursday basically is the first night when you start your Tarawih. So now you're not praying Tarawih. So tomorrow, like this time, hopefully you guys will be engaged in salat al Tarawih, May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala accept from all of you, Rabul Alamin. Khairan. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh.